0: Welcome to episode one of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. On today's show, why did I abruptly end my previous blog and podcast? What is this rebranding thing that you've been reading about? You ever see... Live knee surgery on the Internet. It happened earlier this week. It's a very important day for senior medical students. Why? I'll explain. Finally, it's St. Patrick's Day, and also March Madness is in full swing. All that and a lot more on Episode 1 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, starting right now. Hi, this is Kevin Bernstein, MD student thirty one on Twitter and I listen to Family Medicine Rocks with Mike Sevilla. The show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. I'm your host. My name is Mike Savilla, family physician and social media enthusiast. Check out the website at FamilyMedicineRocks.com. You can join us on Twitter and also on Facebook. Shout out to all 67 people who like the show. Yes, the uh, Facebook fan page is up uh, for uh, been over a little uh, little over than 70 hours now. We already have 67 people, which I'm very pleasantly surprised about. So, thank you everybody for liking the Facebook page. You can uh, find a link to it over on the uh, website there at familymedicinerocks.com. com. you can also listen in real time to this show on your uh, smartphone. On your iPhone, Droid, BlackBerry, Windows 7, just direct your mobile browser to blogtalkradio.com slash fammedrocks, fammedrocks. Today is Thursday, March 17th. It is St. Patrick's Day, 2011. It is 12.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's right. I'm doing this show in the daytime Around new time, I'm not sure if this is going to be the permanent time for this show. I'm just going to be trying some different times uh, (laughs) to see what kind of response I get. Uh, Let me know what you think. You can leave a comment over at familymedicinerocks.com. And uh, temperature here at World Headquarters, Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters. Feels like 51 degrees Fahrenheit. That's right. I think spring is finally on its way. We've had a very long winter here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. On the show here coming up today, I have just a bunch of topics we're going to be talking about today. Just uh, kind of what the heck happened to me. (laughs) Why did I come up with this abrupt change over the past uh, few weeks? And uh, all this about this rebranding deal and, uh, you know, I got a lot of questions about that. Other things we're going to be talking about, it is match day for medical students, for many medical students out there. Shout out to all the uh, senior medical students out there. While they were in the midst of their match day celebrations right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. also there was a live knee surgery earlier this week. Broadcast over the internet. I know. Can you believe that? I'll be talking about that. And of course, it is St. Patrick's Day. And the unofficial first day of March Madness, the uh, NCAA men's college basketball tournament. So, this will be a quick podcast today. So, uh, in the past, uh, my shows have gone, I don't know, 60, 90 minutes. I'm hoping just for maybe half an hour here to get things started, and uh, it's kind of funny because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm still wanting to say things like uh, the Dr. Anonymous show, Dr. Anonymous, Dr. Anonymous podcast, so I may slip up in the midst of today's show just trying to get back into the swing of things here, podcasting here live on Blog Talk Radio, and it is very very cool uh, to be back. So, uh, so let's uh, jump into this here. So, family medicine rocks. Where did it come from? Why Why does family medicine rock? Well, you know, come on. Do, do I have to answer that? <laughs> uh, but for those of you who uh, who may not know, who may be new to the show, new to the website and blog, um, I've been a social media hobbyist since uh, 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real physician. I am a uh, a uh, physician in full-time private practice here in uh, Northeastern Ohio. And I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show here uh, today um, on their front page there. And uh, if you're listening live, you can uh, join in the chat room here. You just have to register here at uh, at uh, Blog Talk Radio to be able to chat and make fun of me here all at the same time. And if you're here live and, and, and you know, why aren't you here live, you can... See me doing the uh, show here, uh, live, right in front of your eyes here, uh, uh, right on the webcam. Just uh, click the webcam icon here at the uh, top of the uh, chat room uh, window. So I want to give a big shout out to the people who are joining me live here, not only in the chat room, but also listening on your smartphone out there. I know you're out there as well. Uh, So I've already messed up this beginning of the show. (laughs) So... (laughs) And let me let me take a little bit of a break here, and uh, let me try to get my bearings here, see how if I can remember how to do this, because I'm all thrown off here at the uh, at the beginning of the show here. So uh, let me get my bearings here. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast in partnership with the Family Medicine Education Consortium at fmec.net, and also a proud member of the ProMed Network Up podcast. You can get there by going to Network dot com and we will be right back And welcome back to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast live here on Blog Talk Radio on St. Patrick's Day. Thank you so much for joining me, either live or on the archives. You can always listen to this show on the archives anytime through the iTunes page. Just download uh, any show here, even the old Dr. Anonymous shows from the uh, iTunes uh, page. So let's kind of jump into this here. So uh, Family Medicine Rocks, where did that come from? Do I really have to explain it? I mean, come on, you know, come on. <laughs> uh, but you know, I am a family physician, and uh, I've been uh, in practice uh, almost ten years now. Can you believe that? It's been it's been that long, and uh, um, I've uh, been challenged, you know, in the past uh, few years uh, through the uh, Doctor Anonymous identity um, on the internet and on Twitter uh, to uh, uh, talk about. Talk about the care that I give to patients, uh, the, the joy that I have uh, taking care of uh, patients. Uh, that that, uh, that passion goes all the way back to medical school, uh, and even into college when when I when I felt a calling, I felt a calling to go towards medicine. And uh, when I was in medical school, uh, I just I really really enjoyed. I really loved all my rotations. I really enjoyed taking care of a wide variety of patients, whether uh, they be uh, infants and newborns and adults and geriatric patients. Uh, that's how I come to, 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 to love family medicine, come to find family medicine as a specialty, as a residency. And uh, we'll be talking about Match Day uh, coming up in a little bit, but uh, that's, that, that's where I felt like I could, really, I could really give back, give back to my community, give back uh to to society in that type of capacity and i started uh i started uh my internet life back in uh, 2005 and uh it was kind of funny because it was at the end of that year and uh, i had my tonsils out when i was an adult <laughs> which is a lot different than when you have your tonsils out when you are a kid <laughs> I was laid up for a while, for about a week or so, uh, and uh, it was then that I started talking and listening. I actually started listening to podcasts. It was right at that time when when, uh, iTunes first started featuring and downloading podcasts. And for that entire week, I listened to podcasts, and I said, oh, this could be something that I could do. Uh, Because I thought I had a story to tell, a point of view that I think people would want to know about. And it was at that point where I started to read blogs and, and uh, listen to podcasts and, and start to look out and see, hey, are there, are there medical people doing this out there? Are there physicians? Are there doctors doing this out there? And the Dr. Anonymous blog was born in June of 2006 and uh, started writing, writing a lot. I had a lot to say. And it was through those experiences that I really started to find out The power of the Internet, the power of the blog, the power of connection, not only locally, but nationally and internationally. I was humbled by people who wanted to read what I had to say. I remember when I got my first international comment on my blog. I was like, wow, people are reading this. People want to interact. People want to know more about what I think. And I wanted to know about what they thought. What is medicine like in your country? What is medicine like in your part of the state, your part of the country, your part of the world? We have a lot to share with one another because this world that I learned is really, really small. The Dr. Anonymous podcast, live podcast, started here on Blog Talk Radio in 2007. And I had the great opportunity to interview the most popular bloggers in the medical blogosphere. And at that time, I I advertised the show kind of as the show that goes beyond the blog to bring you the person that is behind the blog. And it it was great getting to know those people. It was great interviewing them. It was a different type of way to interact with people. And just like now, there's a live chat room. People were able to ask them questions in real time and to interact with them and to call into the show and talk with them. Really fascinating. Fascinating way to conduct technology and to utilize technology. And I did over 200 shows. I don't know how. Uh, and let me tell you, it wasn't every single week. Um, I took breaks, you know. I mean, it wasn't you know <laughs> two hundred shows straight through. Uh, but it was it was a great experience. I've learned a lot. I learned a lot about media. I learned a lot about how to conduct yourself on live radio, even if it's internet radio. You can probably see that. I'm really trying to limit my ums and uhs and that type of thing. That just takes experience. If you listen to show number one of the Dr. Anonymous show or show number 10, you hear a lot of ums and uhs. So through those 200 shows, I was able to craft this art of Internet podcasting, live Internet radio. And I learned a lot about it. And it learned, helped me learn a lot about a lot of things, too, is, is to get ready to do some traditional media, meaning like being interviewed on television, which is a huge task. Very, very intimidating when I first started it. But I've gotten a little bit better at it now. You can see some of the interviews at FamilyMedicineRocks.com. So in the past month or so, fast forward in the past month or so, I have felt a need to change. I have felt the need for something more. I felt that this Dr. Anonymous brand on the Internet, this Dr. Anonymous identity, has kind of run its course. There's not much more I could do with this Dr. Anonymous identity on the Internet. Because I've started to do a lot more in my social media life Meaning, doing a lot of speaking, speeches, speaking, panels in the past six to nine months. And one of the things that really came uh, to be very difficult for me was trying to explain the Dodger Anonymous identity, what it was all about, what was my goal with it, what was the end game, which I didn't have one. And I'm seeing these other physicians, these other medicine social media personalities doing a lot of different things. And the thing that I saw, and the thing when I talked to people, they said to really do that, you have to not be anonymous anymore. You have to go out there as you, you have to present yourself with your real name, your real identity. And not be totally transparent, but to be more transparent than Doctor Anonymous. So, in the past month or so, I made a huge decision to let go. Let go after, was it three and a half years, four and a half years, to start what seems like starting over, to see if people would find me, to see if people would follow me, to see if people even cared if this is who I am now. So in the past two weeks, I have been doing a lot of research as far as how to do this. I presume people have done this in the past, and they have, but there was just still fear in me because I worked hard to establish this brand, this identity, and to turn on a dime and to go in a whole different direction was very anxiety-provoking for me. But I knew that this was the time to do it. And just like when I started with social media, if I fail, if I fail. That's how it's. That's how it's going to be. You can learn from it. I have learned so much from my mistakes doing the social media stuff. So I've been tinkering. I was tinkering around with the name. The new name of the show, the new name of the blog, and it just came out of me one day. Hey, you know, I see a lot of people. I'm very inspired by social media groups, especially patient-oriented social media groups like the diabetes community. Uh, they give a great point of view of where they come from as people who have diabetes. And also groups like the EMS community out there who have gotten to know very well. They have a strong community. They have a tight community. And what I've seen in a very strong community is that not only do they give their point of view, they are advocates for their point of view. They are advocates for diabetes, not only when it comes to being a patient, but also when it comes to things like legislation. When it comes to e m s they are advocating at their state house in Washington as e m s providers. That is something that really inspired me so i my rebranding process was to really rebrand to say, "Hey, this is who I am. not only is this who I am as a person." But this is who I am as part of a community of family medicine physicians. And I think family medicine has a point of view to share, not only when it comes to us taking care of patients, but also for things like health care policy, to be advocates for primary care, for family medicine, I think. That family medicine does have pretty good solutions on how to improve the healthcare system of the United States. Now, I'm not going to be belaboring this every show. I'm not going to be belaboring this every blog post, but that is the new content that I'm going to add here. is an advocacy portion to this, which I haven't done before. So it's interesting. It's interesting out there. Want to give a big shout out here to uh, Greg Freese from the previously stated EMS community. Thank you for joining us, and also MD Student Thirty One, who is going to be yelling at me in a few minutes here. I have uh, he sent me an audio clip, and uh, we're going to be talking about Match Day here, coming up in a little bit. Uh, but that's why the change. That's why the change. I'm very excited with the change. I'm very energized by the change, and uh, very excited with the opportunities that will come up uh with this change. So I did things like uh rebranded my Twitter account and I thought I would lose all my followers, but I didn't. You can find out more information out there at uh, familymedicinerocks.com dot com. Uh so yeah, so yeah, MD students are one thing for joining us. I know he is in the midst of his uh <laughs> MASH day celebration. He snuck out to listen to this show. I'm very humbled by that, sir. Uh, go back and and uh, and uh, <laughs> hang out with with your friends and buddies there at uh, Matchday. I want to thank you for uh, for joining us here. And uh, let's see what's Greg Free saying here. I think the EMS community involved in social media is pretty small relative to the population of EMS professionals. That is true. Sometimes when he speaks on social media to EMS crowds, he, uh, I ask about blog reading and podcast listening. That's right. So us as Family medicine uh, not family medicine as a social media enthusiasts, we were also uh, advocating for social media to our own professional organizations and professional people as well so So I see kind of this this new thing as not only being an advocate for family medicine but also being an advocate for social media that's why this show and this website is passionate about medicine and social media and if you haven't checked out the website, I encourage you to check it out. It is uh, Family Medicine rocks. Dot .com and I also put a banner up at the top um, of the uh, website there to uh to help Japan and uh, there is a a link there uh to the Red Cross website to donate if you haven't done that um, already. Uh so let's uh, let's shift gears here to it's a match day. So uh, people who don't know what match day is, this is a huge day. Uh, in uh, the uh, the course of the stu- the uh, life of the medical student. And uh, the aforementioned <laughs> MD Student 31, uh, even though he's here in the chat room, he was mad that I scheduled a show right in the middle of Match Day celebrations. Here is his rant Hey, this is Kevin Bernstein, MD Student 31, on Twitter, on my way to Match Day 2011. Would love to listen to the Family Medicine Rock Show by Dr. Mike Sevilla, but that is not possible because it's during match day. Good job on that one. I'll have to listen to it later. <laughs> so, so thank you, sir. I, I know you didn't, uh, you weren't able to listen at the beginning of the show, but he also uh, recorded a nice little promo here uh, for me. So I know he's listening now. So we'll play this now while he's there uh, listening. Hi, this is Kevin Bernstein, MD, Student Thirty One on Twitter, and I listen to Family Medicine Rocks with Mike Sevilla. So, uh, so thanks a lot for that, sir. So, uh, so thank you for that. So, if uh, people are interested, and in, I want to try to get the uh, the listening crowd here uh, more uh, interactive with the show, so if people are interested in uh, sending me audio clips or promos and stuff, just uh, contact me by Twitter, or you can go to Rocks dot com and uh, send me a note there, and I will. I will go and set you up there. So a big day, a big day for uh, for medical students out there. Uh, I remember my match day, way back in the dark ages, in the last uh, century, in the last millennium. <laughs> uh, I was pretty stressed out, let me tell you. Uh, I wasn't exactly knowing where I was going to be going for residency. I knew that I was going to be local to where I was born, grew up, went to college. Uh, and uh, that was something that was important to me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I remember those jitters. Every match day that comes along, I uh, have those jitters out there. and Because uh, uh, I have a lot of friends there that I've gotten to know, especially, uh, you know, those that I've known locally here in medical school. And uh, I know a lot of them are, are sweating bullets right now, wondering where they're going. Some of them are, are uh, trying to match in residencies outside the state, um, so they're going to have to uh, find a new place to live and uh, a very exciting time a, a very huge uh a huge uh uh chapter uh, is going to be closed and subsequently opened uh today um on match day and i i posted on my blog today uh that there are some medical schools out there uh that are live video streaming their match day uh celebration and uh what some of them are doing is just uh, putting a camera on Ustream um or uh, some other uh platform and uh w- what a lot of schools do is that the uh the med student comes up to the podium or the lectern and uh they uh, open their envelope and uh, you see their reaction you see the emotion and uh it, it is uh, uh it is literally reality tv because you get to see you know, the the joy that they have um opening the next chapter of their life. Um I got to see some of it last year and it uh, just brings back a lot of a lot of great memories. Um uh, I'm I'm so happy for all the medical students out there who uh, who are gonna be, uh, gonna be finding out where they'll be going today. Uh, and also MD student thirty one also has uh, uh his own blog that he is a part of. It's called um Uh, futureoffamilymedicine.blogspot.com and encourage you to check that out as well where he uh, uh, has some commentary on uh, match day and where he's uh, where he hopes to be going and and, uh, uh, some other thoughts there as far as uh, last year's family medicine match results and those uh, uh, data should be coming up later uh, this afternoon so i give a big uh, shout-out to uh, J-Man in our chat room. He has the I'm With Stupid show here on Blog Talk Radio. It will be live here tonight, 11 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, uh, blogtalkradio.com slash I'm-with-stupid. It's a comedy show, very funny stuff there. And I see, we, did, we did have a guest there for about two seconds, so uh, thank you, guests, for joining us, uh, even just for a little bit. Uh, let's see here. So... Uh, I guess gonna be going past the thirty minutes that I thought because I'm just talking too much <laughs> uh but a couple other topics here that uh we're gonna we're gonna cover here is uh so so the next big topic here so uh that I uh, wrote a blog post about earlier this week is uh a live knee surgery on the internet now I know that uh knee surgeries um are you know this was probably wasn't the first live surgery. <laughs> on the uh, internet but this was very interesting this was from a Sweet- swedish medical center in uh Seattle Washington and uh, what they did was is uh they uh broadcast a knee surgery live on the internet you were, you got this go into the operating room and you got pretty close to the knee i mean they zoomed in pretty well uh, you got to see it, and uh, the hosts of this kind of webcast uh, were actual doctors. They were orthopedic surgeons. So what they did, and this was a, a huge uh, podcast uh, or webcast. It was like six hours. Uh, the surgery wasn't six hours, but uh, what they did was they, uh, <laughs> excuse me, they kind of went through the anatomy of the knee. They went through the process of, you know. Uh, what the indications were for surgery, why people would choose surgery over the other options. Um, and then they went into the surgery. Uh, they had a microphone inside the operating room. You got to hear what was going on inside the operating room. And people, you know, some people didn't know that they have sometimes like drills. Uh, they have some, sometimes they have uh, like, <laughs> Uh you know, it's, it kind of sounds like Black and & Decker and uh, Craftsman equipment in there <laughs> when they're doing some of those orthopedic surgery. And they had a microphone in there during that whole thing. And uh, I do have a video clip, a rather long video clip uh, on the Uh The video goes about, I don't know, an hour or so. Uh, but uh, you get to see it. You get to hear it. You get to hear the surgeon as he's doing the procedure, um, but from the social media angle, uh, it was very interesting as well, because there was a uh, a Twitter hashtag um, so people were chatting on Twitter, uh, people were able to ask live questions, and the uh, orthopedic specialist answered those questions live on the air. Uh, it was a pretty good experience there, and um, a very innovative way. Uh, not only just putting a camera in the operating room, uh, but also uh, how they use this technology and these social media as far as answering questions, as far as explaining things. Uh, not only did they, you actually got to see the knee, but you actually got to see uh, kind of the live CT scan. Um, uh, during the procedure as far as what they're looking for, what they're looking for on different parts of the knee. Um, so it was it was utilizing a lot of the uh, different uh, uh, medium or media uh, when it comes to uh, broadcasting that on the Internet. And there was a pretty good discussion on my uh, uh, website as well, uh, com as far as is this really a gimmick? Are live surgeries a gimmick? Yeah, probably. Um but what was funny they said, well, you know, uh live surgeries are a gimmick, but you know, people should be using, you know, things like pre recorded YouTube videos and because that's that has uh, Google juice and it's searchable. I just remember just a few years ago when a lot of people were saying, Well, YouTube uh, is a gimmick. <laughs> that's not gonna be around for long. People should really stick to the traditional type of education, you know, meaning like textbooks um in big Uh, libraries in universities and what you're seeing now is that in those university libraries a lot of those books textbooks are being removed and are being replaced by what in essence are um, television studios and radio studios to produce content to produce audio to produce video and moving away from this traditional Uh, old-school type of education as as far as traditional textbooks. So uh, I think there's going to be a role at some point for kind of these live surgeries. I just don't know what it is yet. Uh, Something that I do think is very effective from this real-time media is to answer questions. Um, You know, at some point, you know, um, I think hospitals are going to be – giving live updates and I think some of them now on how their loved one is doing in surgery. Oh, well, they went into the operating room. Oh, they just came out of the operating room. They're in the recovery room. um, And um, they're doing better, you know, nothing to worry about. So I think some of this, you know, real time communication uh, is going to have a role coming up in the next few years as my voice cracks again. <laughs> See, I told myself I wasn't going to go past 30 minutes because my voice is just going to, cause I've had a cold all week. So it's just, uh, I'm, I'm losing it. So I sh- maybe I should start to close up the show here pretty soon. <laughs> uh, so just, just in general, the last topic here, you know, just uh, St. Patrick's day. And uh, it's uh, very exciting. And uh, uh it's funny because I got my uh, my hospital, my uh, office staff addicted to the Shamrock Shake from McDonald's. <laughs> I went on and on about it all through February when it came out. They're like, what is up with the Shamrock Shake? I'm like, you just have to try it. I tried it, and now I'm being blamed for their addiction to the Shamrock Shake. So hopefully today won't be the last day of the Shamrock Shake. I think right after the show I'll be going uh, to get myself a rock shake. (laughs) Uh, And for those of you who are uh, watching live here, you see I do have my green on here, uh, getting my green on. And uh, uh, so that's always fun. I always tell people I'm Irish just to kind of see what kind of reaction that I get. And uh, for those of you who know me or have seen me before, I'm not Irish. But I tell people just to make it a little bit awkward for them. (laughs) <laughs> and, of course, today is the uh, unofficial first day of March Madness. Um, I remember back in college uh, where I would devote the entire first day, to skip all my classes in college, just to watch basketball from noon until midnight. I think I might do that today as well. <laughs> I have it on in the uh, Family Medicine Rocks studio here as well, and I'm glancing at that. Um, occasionally, so so I think that's all I have for you here uh, today. It was uh, it, it was tough it was tough getting back in the saddle again to uh, do these uh, live podcasts again. I didn't say Doctor Anonymous show too much, <laughs> but I want to thank everybody for joining me here uh, live or on the archives here uh, next week. Next week, uh, be a very uh, very great show uh, with author and family physician uh, Chip Teal. Uh, um, he is from uh, New England, and uh, he has a, a book out that we'll uh, be discussing, uh, and uh, I'll have more details about that on com. The show next week will be uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on March 24th. That will be Family Medicine Rocks podcast number two. So I'm glad I got through the first one. <laughs> So thanks, everybody, for uh, joining me. My name is Mike Savilla, and uh, Family Medicine does rock. (laughs) Check out the website at familymedicinerocks.com. Join my Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. And uh, that's all I have for you, kids. Have a great day, and uh, we will talk to you all very soon. Take care, everybody.